All right, today we have a pretty interesting conversation. We have Josh Bardeen, who's out of Texas, who's a seasoned investor in the real estate space, either uh, creating deals or making them happen. And we're going to go through a little bit of what we're seeing in the industrial flex space today. We're going to touch base on Forum Flex, one of the new deals that we have. So Josh, thanks for joining us today and uh, spending some time kicking around ideas with us. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You know, look yeah. forward to connecting and collaborating like, we, like we've been doing the past few years. So thanks for having yeah. me. Cool. So Josh, we've known you for a while. You know, Josh on the other side right here, the Texas connection <laughs> of investors. So looked at a bunch of deals that, you know, you've done over the years that are in Texas. And you probably, you've been in the industrial space a lot longer than we have in the more commercial real estate space uh, than we have as we've started finding opportunities where we can uh, continue to renovate or add value and change things around. Like Forum Flex here, we're doing a office conversion to industrial, taking vacant office, turn it industrial. But Josh, tell us a little bit about the industrial stuff that you guys have done over the years. Where have you, where have you found things that have been most interesting? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, the, the first deal that, that we bought was uh, in Dallas, uh, actually about 10 years ago today. So we, uh, we, we bought a light industrial deal in Dallas. It was a one-off market, uh, off-market deal. Uh, rents were about 250 a foot then. And we underwrote at that time in 2013, uh, no rent growth because we didn't know where the market was. And it was, you know, 75%, you know, vacant or 75% leased. Uh, the rest of the market was kind of slow at that time, kind of coming out of the recession. It, it didn't really take off until probably 2015, 2016. And, you know, slowly those rents crept up to $3, $3.50. And then they started growing, you know, 10, 15% a year, you know, in 2017, 2018. So those 250 rents 10 years ago are now 950, 10, 1050. And the market's, you know, 95, 98% lease. So, you know, buying that property led us to getting into a little bit more and more. Uh, I'm heavy in Dallas, uh, heavy in San Antonio. Um, but we, we're looking for flex industrial deals. Uh, we, we like infill. Uh, we, we like that, you know, light value add, whether it's a, a conversion from office to flex or just, you know, mismanaged or looking to, you know, enjoy the, the market appreciation on, on these rents. Do you see market rents continuing to go up in the deals you're in or is it still very, cause it's aggressive on occupancy right now. Everything's occupied. What are you seeing with market yeah. rents? Yeah, it's interesting because market rents on the light industrial flats are still very strong. You know, we're, we hear about apartments rents kind of flattening out and, and office rents probably going the other way and, and been dropping the last year or two. Uh, the light industrial rents are still going up, you know, four, five, six, seven percent. Uh, we're, we're still underwriting and achieving three and a half to four percent of annual increases on, on leases signed and, and on the flex side. It's kind of a similar story, maybe toned down a little bit, maybe not quite as aggressive, but we're still getting three and a half percent your rent bumps on on new leases and and vacancies are still very low yeah. so, so over the years you've bought a handful of buildings that were either office conversions into industrial flex or they were vacant industrial flex buildings. Tell us like tell us about really the improvements that you had to make, the amount, you know, maybe the dollar per square foot improvements and um the time it took to really lease those up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we 
I think right now we have one project that's very similar. We bought it about a year ago. It's about 150,000 square feet. It had an office call center that took about 120,000 square feet. You know, they downsized about 90,000 square feet and, and you know, that, that space is still vacant. But the ownership and we knew that they were vacating. So really the play is, do we try and lease it up as office, which there's very little demand, or do we peel back a lot of the warehouse and create like a flex industrial use? And there's a couple of benefits to that. One, there's much stronger demand instead of going into a, a project that is, you know, you know, office that's 80% lease and trending downward, you, you convert it to a project that's industrial or flex that's 90 to 95% lease. So you get a lot more demand and then the cap rate on, on the, uh, the exit is going to be a lot lower on the flex industrial and there's a lot more demand. So it, it's kind of an easy play when you find those right opportunities, which are unfortunately very tough to find because they, they work out very well. So, you know, when we go in and do that and know that we have to peel back, you know, 50% of, of that office finish out, it usually takes about 15 to $20 a foot. But you spend that one time and then going forward, your TI is a lot lower than having a 100% finished you know, building. So for this particular deal, you know, that office tenant moved out about eight, nine months ago. Uh, we're in leases or LOI negotiation with probably 80% of the, the vacancy. Uh, rates are higher than we underwrote. You know, we, we underwrote, I think, 850 and we're trending towards 950 to 975 right now over the last you know, 18 months. Pretty, pretty strong growth and strong demand. Uh, on the leasing front, tons of, tons of inquiries. You know, this is a very infill project with a lot of other industrial and flex used around it. And it's, there's just not a lot of product out there. These groups looking for, you know, 25, you know, 40, 45,000 square feet, they don't have a lot of options. So it kind of plays into, you know, supply and demand. There's not a lot of demand for office, but a lot of demand for, for the flex industrial product. And are you dividing stuff up ahead of time or are you saying we're going to take this space, we're going to open it all up and see what people take? That, that's a big part of the, the, the plan. You know, the first thing that is really important is kind of show what you can do, right? Uh, you know, before the tenant moves out, you know that you're going to take back quite a bit to warehouse. So creating floor plans to market it up front is, is really critical. That way we could sell and show the story before actually having to spend the money. But yeah. we usually will spec out, you know, a couple of different ways and just open up the warehouse uh, without really demising it and just kind of showing, well, you guys need 20,000 square feet. Do you need 40,000 square feet? You tell us where the demising line would go. And then we'll have this nice, you know, marketing plan to show this is what you all can do. This is what it would look like. Yeah. And, yeah. and it works. You know, I, I think a lot of the tenants understand that as long as they can see the warehouse and, and look up and see, you know, how high the ceilings are. <laughs> what what's uh in the Dallas market when you're looking at some of this older stuff, you know, new warehouses, if you got 35 foot heights, we're obviously not finding that with old renovated product, but what are the standard heights that you're looking at uh when you're saying, hey, we could we could turn this building into something? Like what do you want to see? You know, th there's really no uh magic number because you know every every user is a little bit different. You know, typically the bigger users and the dock high, clear height is more important. But when you have grade level, you know, as long as they could pull in their trucks or vehicles or, or put some racking in there, they're usually okay on the flex side. It, yeah, it's yeah. really the the larger dock high bulk logistics distribution that really care if they're getting 24 or 28 or 32 clear height. 
So, so in our market, uh, we, we've seen very similar things and uh, we're seeing kind of a sweet spot and kind of the roughly 5,000 square foot tenant that, you know, you kind of white box a space, have a, a, a relatively basic office in the front, kind of an 80-20 ratio, 80% warehouse, 20% office that, um, that, that lease is really aggressively. There's minimal TI that the tenant asked for once it's white boxed. And there's basically no free rent and we're getting top of market pricing. Are you seeing kind of a similar thing for that size range? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're seeing the same thing there. You know, those smaller spaces, tenants typically need them tomorrow or, you know, two weeks from now. Um, and yeah, they lease very well. And, and there's only so many changes you could do when you have, you know, a couple offices, conference room and restroom. So typical make ready is pretty much all the TIs we need. And what's really great about that product type is they're reusable. You just need to make sure they're clean from when, you know, tenants, you know, turn over. But when you get into the bigger spaces and you have, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 square feet and, you know, five, 10,000, <clears throat> 15,000 square feet of office, you know, typically you have a little bit more TIs to, to put into it. You know, those tenants want a little bit more customization to their business. And those deals also take longer. They're a little bit more sophisticated and they'll look, you know, three, six, nine, 12 months out. So those deals will take a little bit more time to um, to manufacture, and there's a little bit more downtime from you know collecting rent from the expiring tenant to the due tenant versus the smaller spaces. Yeah, we're looking at the form flex deal that we have under contract, and we're aiming up our closing on that one. And that's an example. It's 130,000 square feet. We've got 74,000 square feet that's vacant. When and you've looked at this deal before too, so you kind of, you've got a pretty good idea of what it is. But if you think, hey, we're got seventy four thousand square feet vacant, uh, our approach is going, going in and just demoing all of that vacant space and turn it into flex, and then allowing uh, tenants to kind of pick and choose like how much space do they need and where do we want to divide this thing up. Is that how you've gone about your your buildouts too? Or you? Yeah, absolutely. Because you know when when you have that much you know bulk space available, it, you always want to kind of show the product. But you also can't guess that, oh, I'm going to get a 30,000 square foot tenant. Let me devise it there. But you also, you, you want to show them the product. That's, that's yeah. exactly, you know, that, that's, that's the right play. Yeah. We are, we're going through and doing this and keeping a little bit of office up front based on just kind of what fits and what's there. So the inside is, you know, it's just a concrete floor with, with a metal roof that's on the side of it. How do you assess build quality of an asset going into it? Because we're always trying to say if we get single story, we want to see brick exteriors. We want to make sure we have good curbing and strong parking lots. We don't want gravel parking lots. So we're trying to buy what we believe is a nicer product. Uh, but then you've got an industrial type user that's coming in. And have have you seen that that's important when you're looking at it? Or how are you assessing that that build quality when you look at a deal? No, that that's really important. You know, for this deal being you know, 20, 25 years old, it's a different vintage than the, the 70s and 80s product it goes a long way when, when showing it to tenants because a lot of tenants, you know, that size that, that you're talking about, you know, that 15, 20, 30,000 square feet it, image is important. And to, to go in with a traditional red brick building or, you know, a dime or dozen look, this is a, a great looking facade and, and it does attract a little bit more uh, higher quality tenants. And you will get a little bit more look than, and more attention and, and typically will turn into another 50 cents or dollar in rent compared to the older project. Yeah. What do you think from a leasing standpoint, you know, our turnaround times are pretty quick when we're saying, Hey, we're just going to go in and demo out stuff that's there. And if there's a good layup for office, we're going to leave it. 
So our, our time is pretty quick, but if you're looking at underwriting, how fast do you think stuff is, would lease up in your market? Because we've got, Josh, we've got about nine months here planned mm -hmm. to lease everything up. Yeah, about six months to do the work and then nine months to finish the leasing. Yeah. 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 Not, nine months is pretty standard. It, you know, these, these longer deals, even if you find a tenant, there's still the time to, like you said, build it out, you know, negotiate a lease. And, and these tenants typically look out, you know, six, nine, you know, 12 months out. So it does take about that time, but the demand is there. So Josh, had, had we generally self-manage and operate the properties and then we outsource leasing and work with really leasing partners in the market, like a CBRE or a JLL or some of the other bigger shops. Um, what, tell us about how you guys operate in, in that fashion. Yeah, we're, we're very similar. You know, we, uh, we believe, you know, third-party leasing and, and working with the, the CBREs and JLLs, they're the, the experts in the market. Uh, they're, they're in the deal flow that they have their, their corporate, they have their uh, national regional pool uh, of deal flow. And it's not that, you know, some of the smaller companies could really compete with, especially on the higher quality product. Um, so yeah, we, we do, we, we operate very similar to, uh, to you all at Greenleaf. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, our operating platform, yeah, we'll, we'll handle maintenance issues. We'll handle the property management side, but those leasing and new relationships, Typically, any tenant we have that's coming in is going to be bringing a broker unless they're maybe under 2,500, 3,500 square feet occasionally. But for the most part, uh, that business is going to have a an agent broker working with them, trying to find them the space. Occasionally, there's bigger ones that, hey, they need to move in right now, and they they might not have a broker in making that decision or doing it. But typically, they're, they're very involved and kind of just helps make sure we get a consistent lease product too out of stuff, which is, which is beneficial. Yeah. We, we love those. They just don't happen very often that, Hey, we need to get in it in two weeks. Uh, we don't have a broker send his lease without lease comments. Uh, we do get a lot more of those on the, uh, the 2,500 square foot spaces, but yeah, not, not as often on the, the larger one. So yeah, Texas market's pretty similar. Yeah. So we look at our price here. So we're buying this deal at $85 a square foot for, over 130,000 square feet. That's where that's where we're at. And we kind of assess this as just that's our that's our price for the whole thing. We got, you know, we got 14 acres, we've got two different buildings, we have good build quality, you know, parking lots and structures are all uh in good shape. And we know we're gonna spend around 10 to 15 to demo and clear things out. Does that line up kind of your numbers on stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, first of all, the 85 foot is amazing. Yeah, you know, those uh, sub $100 foot deals are, are very tough to find in, in Texas, and, and especially for that vintage construction. Uh, yeah, the, the clearing out of the warehouse, it all depends on how much you're, you're taking back. But yeah, we're, we're usually in that $15 a foot range just to uh, clear out the warehouse. When, when you start taking out ceilings, you're redoing the lighting, redoing the mechanical, typically have some plumbing runs that you, you need to kind of move around that were covered up by the ceiling. But yeah, 15 bucks a foot is kind of on par with, with what we're doing here in San, uh, San Antonio and Dallas too. Yeah. Very cool. What else you want to go through on this one? We kind of covered all the main bases here. Josh and I are like right next to each other, but sort of right next to each other. <laughs> so I can look over here and see him, but he's just different, different spot. So, but I mean, yeah, overall this deal, we really like these opportunities where we can take something and reposition it into something else. You mentioned the two, Josh, we're, we're taking something that's in a, lower demand market like office and converting it to a higher demand space like flex. I mean, that helps us on rental rates. It helps on exit caps. 
uh, and it helps on financing. We get a lot better financing with flex versus office. So, but uh, yeah, Josh, sort of- <laughs> yeah, we don't get a lot of demand for for office debt, and what we've been hearing in the market, it's very tight. But the industrial, uh, you know, it's still it's still good for for lenders, those that are yeah. actually out there giving money away. What what kind of market rates are you seeing on flex stuff? If uh, from an interest and a de- in a debt perspective. You're talking uh, rental rates or you're talking like interest rates? No, for like uh, interest rates on debt for uh, industrial side. Oh, interest. Yeah, it's still, well, what you asked me today versus two weeks ago is also very different. Uh, you know, we're we're refinancing one project. Uh, right, right now, we, we just swapped a deal like mid sixes for an industrial flex project. Um, yeah. A month ago, I think we're low sixes for a, a similar type deal. Uh, it's just, it moves very quickly from week to week. And it's all about expectations. But I think right now, fixed rate, five years, mid sixes. Yep. So, yeah, so they're higher, but if the deals work, it's, a, it, you know, it, it's good. Yep. So. Josh, how are you seeing rental rates by you? Um, in our market, we're seeing... On the lower end, you know, for for a newly built out space around ten dollars a square foot. On the higher end, we've seen as high as fourteen. Uh, on this product, where you know the current leases in place are fourteen, uh, we're we're going in modeling wise. We're we're modeling twelve dollars a square foot, so basically offer an incentive to lease more aggressively. But what what do you see in your market? You know, for for this product type, it's, it's probably very similar. You know, the the building I mentioned earlier earlier that's going through a, a conversion. It's 1980s product, uh, but the, the the lease size, the suite size, the building size, it, it's very infill. Uh, it has a dock high, you know, space, and and we're getting probably about 950 to 10 dollars a foot on that one. Uh, again, that one's you know dock high, it's a little bit more more uh, industrial than I think this product, a little bit more flex. But right down the street, I have a product you know similar vintage. You know, 12,000, 20,000 square foot space, and those are about 12, 1250 rents. Yeah. Sounds comparable. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's very comparable. So, talking about like price per foot, your renting, construction, it, it's pretty similar to what we're seeing down here. Yeah. Yeah. We always go back and forth and looking at, you know, Josh grew up in Dallas. So, <laughs> we're looking at what does Dallas look like? What does the Texas market look like compared to Atlanta? We only have one city that's, that's crazy in size. Texas has got a few of them. But, um, yeah, we appreciate the insight of looking looking into your market and see what you're seeing and, and comparing that to the deals we're working on here. So uh, it's always good talking and good catching up. And thank you for the insight into Forum Flex and uh, going through it with us. Absolutely. It was a great looking deal. Wish you all the best of luck and look forward to uh, the success on that one. Cool. Thank all you, right. Josh. Thanks, Josh. All right. Take care. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was good. That's a wrap. All right. That's pretty sure. Yeah. Try and keep it fairly short overall. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, well, good luck. It helps. I hope hope it all helps. We're still we're still trying to find deals. We've gotten we have one deal where the rental rate's like four dollars right now. Yeah. You know, we bought one where the rental rate was like a dollar seventy five. In place. In place, they hadn't increased okay. it in like twenty years. Oh, yeah, very tough to find. You know, we have you know Josh, you, you know the Fort Capital Group. There's several groups like that that have been buying these up for you know ten years or so. It's so tough to find those old ownerships right now in this cycle. They've all most of them been picked over. They're just not sellers. 
Yeah. And then when yeah, we looked at this morning, the rates were four. fours. Yeah. Fours. Yeah. In the middle of like a yeah, gosh, all, just all flex two million right? square feet of Industrial. warehouse and flex, maybe even more, two and a half million, like big area. Yeah. There's like little little pockets that can be found of them things, but man, yeah, they're hard. We've only found two that are like that. Yeah, that like, one Pleasantdale was a dollar fifty, dollar seventy five. Are you guys buying? Like we're we're seeing a lot of good value in the kind of twenty to fifty thousand square feet range, like these two to four million dollar deals. That's it's good. It's just it does you know. It's hard to move the needle yeah. with that. <laughs> are you see are you, you see a lot of that? We're seeing a lot more of that because those are usually the smaller ownerships, some of the you know mom and pops and the, the ones that aren't as touch of the market. And when you get to, like like the deal that you're buying, like when you get to the hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred thousand, there there's usually a lot more means behind them, more sophistication, and they're not really sellers off market. It, it's a lot tougher to find. But the mom and pops, you throw numbers out there that they're like, wow, I'm getting, you know, like you said, $5 rents and the market's 10. They don't know the market's 10, but they know they're getting $5. And you're like, oh, you're going to pay me, you know, 80, 90, 100 a foot. Well, this is great. I bought this for 20 a foot 20 years ago. This is great. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that's a lot of the reason why we did the fund, because buying a lot of, you know, 30, 50, 70,000 square foot deals, like you said, it doesn't move the needle. And doing like the equity raises on and on, and and then uh, also operating them. If you have you know one or two tenants with valve, well now you're you know fifty percent leased. And then you know, but if you have you know five of them together, you actually have a little bit more substance. That, so, that's, the yeah. same, we, that's the same thing we saw in multifamily. You know, we, we we it was more looking back. It's like man, we bought all like at, well, one at a time buying 50, 80 unit deals. We're like oh man, but then looking back, like oh man, we own everyone in the, on the block. And we have a great operating platform. Add them together, it certainly helps. Yeah, but yeah, that that that's a big part of it because we saw a lot of those opportunities, but they take a lot of time, and then you know to raise the equity and fund them together and manage them. So we that's a big reason why we raise the fund. We just kind of all put them together. But yeah, the 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 IRRs and you know the price per foot typically get a little bit better deals, but they're smaller, take a little bit more work to put each one together. Yeah, cool. All right, man. Well, thank you very much. It was good yeah, catching absolutely. up to you. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so I'll, right. I'll send you guys a date once you get them finalized. But we'll we'll head out there in a couple months. Get uh, after your part of the world. Very cool. Hey, well, happy anniversary. Tell tell yeah, the same. I appreciate, it, man. Y'all take care. All right, Bye. All right see you. Right. For more tips on operating and investing in real estate, please check us out at greenleafmanagement.com or find us on YouTube and Spotify.